You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The uh, baby is kicking in uh, Helene's tummy. So much to the degree I didn't realize uh, this was. The, I thought it was like, oh, we felt the baby kicking. Yeah, you know, no, like you a, can see the foot. It looks like a like a Japanese horror film. <laughs> it's not even that, but it's more like we'll just be like watching a movie and she and it's like somebody uh, uh, punched Helene in the stomach. She's like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you good? And yeah, she's, like, yeah. she's like, yo, this baby is kicking the shit out of you me. You think there's a sniper <laughs> out there, bro? I'm like, yo, I'm going to have to talk to this dude when he bro, gets out. Who knew your baby was a Tottenham fan, bro? <laughs> it's the Cooligans, stupid. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, we out here uh, in, in New York City, Midtown Manhattan, crushing it per usual. Um, we do what we do. We do what we do, and uh, so okay. Let's start with the with the the thumbnail and the title and all the drama. Um, in uh, it's it's not White Hart Lane anymore. Why did I? I think it's just Tottenham just Stadium. Tottenham Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Uh, name it after a bank, like uh, right? Americans do. That's how, that's how we do out here, bro. What do they got out there? They got Barclays. Is there another one? Is there like the Royal the Royal the Royal Bank? The, the, the Royal the Royal yeah. Wallet. The Royal Purse. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, yeah, I got to go cash a check. Can you drop me off at the Royal Satchet? <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, we all know Arsenal defeated Tottenham in the North London Derby. This was a game where uh, Tottenham looked really, really bad. They, they were completely taken apart by Arsenal. There were one or two moments where I'm like, oof. Yeah. Like Arsenal maybe sort of almost let them back in the game. But that's it. We're talking about one or two moments. Yeah. And I think at, at this point, um, I mean, there were a lot of great performances uh, overall. Uh, some poor ones from uh, goalkeeper Hugo Lloris, who right. I don't know. All of Tottenham. <laughs> All of Tottenham. I heard Sunbeam get called once. Yeah. He he barely touched the ball. Yeah. Harry Kane uh, had a couple. He, he was probably the best player on Tottenham uh, as far as, you know, c- creating some chances out of really nothing. But I, I think as far as uh, I'm watching this game and I'm and I already know, uh, you know, Martin Odegaard is 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 a baller, is a is a beast. Um, but this dude is playing with a level of of swag and confidence that I mean, you just you're not look, I, I look, this is what I want to say. This is what I love about Tottenham and I love um, about Tottenham, about about Arsenal is I love the the the. The, the diversity, even amongst the team. This has been an interesting thing. I've been seeing this on TikTok. Um, diversity uh, how? The, the, just the, the diverse, the, that if, if very much, Arsenal feels like it is a, a, a strong representation of North London and what it looks like. Who the, who the, 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 demo, the, the, the uh, demographics. Because there is just one Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I get what you're saying. Like, 
uh, you've got black players, you've got white players, you've got uh, players from outside of that sphere. Yeah, yeah, like Eastern, Asian, Eastern European, yeah, 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 yeah. everything. There's just a cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a, a it's a melting pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it feels and, very international, very UN. And whether it's intentional or mm-hmm. not, it just it is what it is, and that's that's a, a cool thing that you see at uh, at Arsenal. So what I'm saying is, when Mar- you look when you look across the hall though, <laughs> and you see Tottenham, you don't see that much. It's not that much. It's not even it, look. I, I, I'm not necessarily making it a uh, some uh, you know saying there's something negative happening about no, no, what no. teams look. You're like. just giving credit. To I'm just saying. It's just it's a thing you notice. For being an exemplary hiring organization. <laughs> but the <laughs> thing that I am uh, praising when it comes to seeing Martin Odegaard's play, who he was already a great player. He was at Real great Madrid. Play. But there's something to the North London sauce that he seems to be uh, you know, embracing. Mm-hmm. They're just like, bro, you're, you're one of us. You yeah, know there's what I mean? A little, there's a little, there's a little uh, hop and a skip to a step <laughs> that he didn't have previous. <laughs> bro, you don't get that playing in Madrid. He, you know he, what I mean? They gave him the captain's armband, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay. And all you heard was, and he put it on. What happened? What happened to, to Martin Odegaard? Just, you know, like level 20 upgrade uh, uh-huh. to, to, to his saw. Like, this is Dungeons and Dragons, right, is bro. This team of the year, Odegaard? <laughs> it's, he's, he's just playing with a level of confidence and, and leadership and, and, and swag where, they, where it seems like Arteta's like, bro, do your thing. Have mm-hmm. fun out there. Hey, buddy, get out there and, you know, swim around a little bit. <laughs> Let's see what you find. Yeah, and um, and he, I thought he was just uh, again spectacular. I mean, the goal he scored was incredible. Uh, was uh, just yeah. You I, can't give him that much space, especially when you're supposed to be a wildly defensive team to just back off of Martin Odegaard. Yeah, even if his ability to find that through ball, I you know most people know he has this in his in his uh, in his locker. But how many? How often does he go towards? Let me shoot this skipping rocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's absolutely incredible. I, I mean, Partey had that that shot that hit the the the. That came the off as like Shingard, by the way, <laughs> dude. Um, so that was uh, you know, one of my main takeaways. I mean, he he was just uh, spectacular. And this guy, I don't know how long he will uh, be at Arsenal. Um, but it's forever. It's very much feeling yeah. like uh, he is um just embraced the 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 the, the role. He, he found a home. He found uh, yeah. a home. Yeah, and he, for what was he 30 32 million? I forget how much it was, but it wasn't it wasn't much more than a 30. deal. Oh, a this deal, point. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Martin Odegaard and Edu, I'm uh, Martin Odegaard, uh, Mikel Arteta and Edu went into that negotiation wearing balaclavas, bro. That is an absolute <laughs> robbery um, uh, and incredible. So the so let's talk about the there was a, there was. A couple of dramatic moments uh, in the game. Obviously, Martinelli trying to dap up his homie Richarlison. Richarlison had one, wanted nothing to do with that. I can't tell if Martinelli <laughs> was being sincere or like, oh, this will make dinner. Go ahead. Give me a dap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but he was also like, he he was so calm about it that I'm like, I wonder if he was just like, oh, Brazil <laughs> teammate. It, it, it is the, the interesting part is like Richarlison just got there. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how much Richarlison... Uh, I don't think he has a problem with Arsenal while he was at Everton. I don't think he he's hated. He's trying to ingratiate himself to the Cause, fans. Cause but he, he's, he came in and just as soon as he was warming up, he was a goon. Yeah, he did the smart thing, and you can't you can't dap up an Arsenal player in the middle of the game while you're losing to nothing. No, not not a good not at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, it, the the scoreline determines you know who has the leverage in that situation. Martinelli dapping up a Tottenham player. 
up to uh, up to O is disrespectful. He's so everybody's like nobody's like Martinelli. How could you dap up a Tottenham player? They're like no. yo, yo yo yo. Why do you give a noogie while you're at it? You look what he's look what he's trying to do. He's trying to get him trying to get him all caught up, <laughs> bro. That's the that's the move. So I will say though, Richarlison did take it too far he, oh. with everything else he did <laughs> from that moment. Well, he went to he went in to be uh, uh, he's you a know, goon, a, a goon, a shitster, yeah. making it. You know, he, he, the I, I wonder if if he will get a fine. Wait, we're we're fifteen seconds in, right? You said yeah, we're more than yeah, yeah. yeah. We're more than <laughs> <laughs> um, the he did uh, he put his uh, hand in um, this guy's face and Ramsdale's face, uh, and I wonder if. This was right before he got... But he also did a bunch of that. Like, when he was near Tomiyasu, he got, like, real close to Tomiyasu on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And Tomiyasu put his hand out. He slapped his hand away. Like, he was doing a lot of things to try to antagonize Arsenal right. players. Right, right, right. When there's one, really, you only need to antagonize, and that's Granit Shaka. <laughs> Jamal said uh, he apologized. Richarlison needs to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Richarlison, I think, did what he was supposed to do. You know what I mean? I mean, there's, look, uh, these games are going to be, uh, you expect some of this stuff, a little um, just, you know, shithousery and, right. and stuff like that. And that's and that's uh, uh, part of it. So nobody's really that surprised. It's when it goes to the degree of a fan jumping over, uh, you know, some of the seats and then kicking uh, a player. This is this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And look, there there's violence uh, in the stands. As horrible as that is, you somehow expect that people are going to be throwing stuff at each other or barking at each other, and you hope it doesn't get to the point where it's like kicking or physicals. Getting onto the pitch, even onto like the edge of the pitch, kicking a player and being loud back to your seat. Right. Seems like the wrong move. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, we could actually, I think we could, we could show this because this was a fan uh, who, who filmed this. This is uh, the, they, I mean, you see the dude right on camera um, uh, kicking. I don't, the first I, thing you see is Richarlison putting his hand in Ramsdale's face, trying to goad him into a, a fight. Right, right. So this is what I was just mentioning. But, uh, let me see if this is too loud. And uh, I go even lower. So look, I mean, yeah, you see the dude. He jumps over, kicks. Nobody's really even telling him much of anything, and he just runs out, covers covers his face. The steward practically helps him get back up. <laughs> he does this thing. I don't even know what this is called, but you know when you lock your finger, you're like a boost. When you give somebody you. a boost. I mean, the term boost is. <laughs> Appropriately used, but that's probably not the official term for it. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I always uh, refer to it. Uh, yeah, give me a boost. So, um, so this dude is. Uh, I'm assuming there's a manhunt. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody knows who this guy is, even though he was covering uh, part of his face. Great tweet. I forgot to save it, so I couldn't find it. But it said that uh, Tottenham is asking the fan to come forward um, and uh, you know turn himself in so that uh, he can accept his lifetime ban. And 627 uh, fans have already turned themselves in saying it was them. Because they all want a lifetime uh, because, ban. Yeah, because they don't fans. want to see it. Oh, okay. I thought you, there was Great another tweet. one that I saw where it said that um, the FA is uh, waiting to catch this guy so that they can uh, find Arsenal, blah, blah, blah. Remember, because Arsenal, yeah, 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 for, yeah, for yeah, crowding yeah. a referee, they've been getting uh, all so these stupid. Refi- Anyway, so. They don't want us to win. It ain't going <laughs> to work, bro. <laughs> So the um, so this is uh, look. I mean, we do you. You don't need us to say, hey, don't kick, uh, don't kick a player. Even Aaron Ramsdale after the game, he said that he was, uh, you know, 
there was a lot of banter back and forth with the Tottenham fans, and he, he was, is he he likes to he doesn't shy away from me. Doesn't yeah, block he, them out. He was going back and forth with them, and uh, you know he obviously said this was uh, you know th- it's just a game of football. This is uh, you know it's ridiculous. So uh, yeah, you don't need to do this. This is a, uh, an obvious uh, open and shut case. Uh, it's it's they disgusting. gotta find the guy first. I know Tottenham fans don't encourage it. Uh, most of them, most uh, most don't the smart encourage ones. A, a, anything like this. This is this is pretty stupid. Um, so, but, but let's talk about this is the first and yeah, obviously please don't kick players and hopefully no Arsenal fans try to, you know, uh, get them back the next time they meet, you know, it's so stupid. Just leave that shit alone. Let the players play. Y'all could do whatever you want in the streets, I guess, you know, also don't kick each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about the fact that this is the first double Arsenal have had. Uh, on Tottenham, I just want to say, I just want to read this real quick. Nick Red said they're looking for that guy because he had the best kick Tottenham tried all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new goalkeeper, dude. Um, His XG was stupendous, bro. <laughs> um, the, this is the first time uh, Arsenal have won at Tottenham, I think, in like six years, which is crazy. Okay, yeah, they, they, they've been a couple of rough, uh, yeah, rough years. And this year. has been the fir- I think this is the first double in eight years. I think since 2014. Okay. So this is, since we started the podcast, this is the first time Arsenal have done the double against Tottenham. Sure. I mean, it's not easy to do that uh, overall. It used to be so easy. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, times have changed, you know. Um, I, I think the, the fact that this game was... Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more competitive. I, that, that's, uh, I, I expect, you thought Tottenham you, would show up for yeah, this Yeah, you one. expect the, the contentiousness, um, but the... Look, the, and I've been... Speaking positively about Arsenal, they really have looked great this season. But it's more than simply just just playing well. In this game, in particular, you saw the just the effort, the the energy. The I thought Thomas Partey had one of the his best games of the season. Thomas, and this is my biggest fear, and this is where I want to take the conversation because Thomas Partey, I think, is one of the things that he does well. Is most of the goals we've scored this season, most have come from or started uh, from Thomas Partey being pressured with the ball and him springing it out, which creates all the space for Martin Odegaard, who we talked about before. So, okay, we missed out on Mudrick, okay? Right. We missed out on Jao Felix. Shouts to Todd Bowley. I hate the Dodgers. (laughs) My man. You know, even Chelsea's missing out on Jao Felix as well. (laughs) He got a dumb red card. No, he showed up and he was like, yo, (laughs) let me leave a little space in the midfield for Mudrick when he shows up. Bro, Todd Bowley is the human personification of this. (laughs) <laughs> just if you if you're listening i just <laughs> pretended i looked over at someone else's paper he's, my guy doesn't know what he's doing his scouting department is fabrizio romano's twitter <laughs> when they write the word arsenal in it bro yeah he's uh it, it's a you know I, I, look well we'll talk about we'll figure out what happened with, with chelsea but the um Look, at, we're looking at the the stats for um for, on Fop Mob of you know the player ratings for uh, Arsenal. Just all, just all green, just all just a lot of sea of green, <laughs> just all uh all chilling, bro. They just they were completely completely dominant. And I want to the um uh Hoiberg, Hoiberg, I don't know Hoiberg, Hoiberg, and um the, just the Tottenham midfield was lost bro mm. i i don't know how did session young end up with a 6.9 when you see the fact that like odegaard got that shot off of i think it was a a long i think it was a long ball and then um you know uh arsenal won the duel 
one pass. Uh, I think Saka gets it and goes right to Odegaard, right, and he right. blasted it. It just happened that fast. That cut across, you know, uh, not not overhead, but like along the floor. That that sort of sharp pass back to the center of the pitch. Saka does that better than anyone. But there else should in the be league. Tottenham midfielders there. That's the point I'm Especially making. Especially if you're in a three-five-two, three-five-three. There should be or three-four-three. Three, I mean, it should be pretty. Where's, where's those four? It should be packed with white shirts in <laughs> yeah, the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Odegaard was absolutely wide open. Especially so, little feet, little feet <laughs> sticking out, trying to get that ball. So it, it really much. It felt like uh, Tottenham was uh, pretty lost uh, in this game. Um, but the uh, look, yeah, I mean, Conte's got to want to leave. Yeah, look, he he. Uh, when Odegaard scored the his goal, uh, I mean, they, when they put the camera on Conte, it's just it's just not good. He's no. just he's just wincing uh, <laughs> there. They just I think a baby kicked him man, in the stomach. <laughs> my man getting caught wincing <clears throat> in 4K. No, uh, not in not, 120 <laughs> frames a second. Not a good look. Not a good look. So the uh, yeah, they were yeah, they were just uh, unbelievable dominant. It's his. Uh, I, I think it's it, player of the game was Aaron Ramsdale, which is. Fine, but I would have given it to Odegaard. Yeah. Because that that you know, the the English like to use a term that he pulls the strings, you know. Right, right. And um but we so um Mudrik, uh the Ukrainian player from Shakhtar, uh Donetsk, he so yeah, we we're making the joke about Not anymore. Now <laughs> he is now officially a Chelsea player, but this man was so thirsty. I mean the, so thirsty <laughs> guy, to go to Arsenal. This guy was just literally Horny on main Bro. for Arsenal. You know what? You know, there was a girl in high school has photos of the quarterback all over the inside of her locker, <laughs> little hearts, and then the goddamn tight end comes up and goes, you want to go to prom? And she goes, yeah, all right. That's this. <laughs> what happened to the quarterback? Bro, this dude, as, as a lot of people keep saying, fans, in, for some reason, my Arsenal group chat, a lot of fans from England, they keep saying that he was twerking. This is the term they use for for Mudrik being thirsty. Oh, that's what a terrible. That's, <laughs> that's a, not. That's what not. a horrific. <laughs> Why are we putting that? You know words. Why what? are we putting that in my brain, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I can't wait to see what his first goal celebration is going to be. <laughs> I mean, now you know what you got to do. He's going to take his first of all. I hope he takes his Chelsea shirt off and he's wearing an Arsenal shirt and he points at the badge. I love that Nick Red, who's uh, who's a Tottenham supporter, said the player of the game was the on-off button on my remote. <laughs> Uh, but uh, okay, but Mudrik, who uh, look, if you haven't been, you know, if you're not extremely online like us when it comes to uh, uh, football supporters and, and football Twitter, uh, Mudrik, we all know and we all knew he wanted to join Arsenal. Arsenal were in negotiations; they were they made an offer. I think it was like sixty million. It was what they were trying to like. I think it was. I think their final offer was seventy plus twenty add-ons. And Todd Bowley gave them, I think, seventy plus thirty add-ons. So, yeah, so I, well, it might, yeah, but essentially it came out to about a hundred. Yeah, um, twenty-five of which goes to help uh, the families of Ukrainian soldiers. I did see that as 25 well. Million. Yeah. Um, so the which is it, which it is great, but it just it, it still also feels. Uh, I don't. It, it, it feels somebody. I saw this on Twitter of of implying that this is a it, it was like a political there was like political involvement it, it sounds like i hear charity and i'm like that does sound good but it, it, that just seeing that tweet may put it in my head like oh is this like some weird way to get money like 
it, you know, it's it's like I understand there's a war going on, but it just feels it. it I don't know. It just feels like it could be shady, but I have no real evidence. It's just so that. you heard it here first, folks. Christian doesn't want to help the families no. of Ukrainian soldiers. <laughs> I want it. Just it just seems that to to involve a, a, a football club in that like. A transfer deal. Think of the layer, though. That was uh, Abramovich's club. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're taking a former oligarchs club, yeah, and you're taking that money to then help. I mean, that's that's a positive way. Only Shakira could have thought of this. (laughs) It's a a positive uh, thing. Uh, It just, I think, I just saw that, and it just, just. The fact that they would involve a football club in some political donation in in itself as part of the, the negotiation. Around. I think a political donation was involved in a transfer of with the football okay. club. Okay. I don't know. It just seems uh, I don't know. I think it's a positive and I'm not gonna say regardless, because they're like, you know, if you're like my skepticism just I'm like, oh, what's the what's the angle? That's all I'm saying. Right. If you tell me, look, we're gonna steal five cars and sell them to help the Ukrainian <laughs> families, I'd be like, all right, well, don't do that first part. So I don't want to say Freddie yeah. said, why is Christian anti-Ukraine? Right, bro. I didn't know you was all um, crescent moon and saying, sickle. I'm just saying, well, don't use a player to do this. That's all it just feels a little bit whatever, bro. strange. Anyway. My, my mother right now mad at you, bro. Like, why are you defending Putin, bro? <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. The uh, uh, Justin Fever said Todd Bowley is clearly trying to put together the Besitos Eleven. Okay, Jao Felix is not part of the Besitos Eleven, bro. All right, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's debatable. Can I also call out just seeing this? The London is Blue podcast. Okay, wait, you want to put this on the screen? I'll put it on the screen. Here you go. He said Arsenal in the mud. That was one minute ago. <laughs> okay. What you talking about? We top of the <laughs> league. No, I was doing all right. What really... are you tent? <laughs> what mud is this? Is this like Not a out. like a facial mud? We've been out. We've been a out mud London. mask, if Lo- you will. We got to get London is blue on the show so we can uh, we can talk. For about he made the, this. Write us an apology for this <laughs> for this comment. We're gonna. I'm gonna like it. Bro. No, do not like I'm it. Gonna like it. Do not like that. Oh. <laughs> okay, just to let him know we're watching. Wow, um, dude. I protest two things: Christian's involvement <laughs> and the. The Russian war and the pro-Russian side of the war and him liking his Arsenal on the mud. Uh, okay, but but Mudrik, this is great because he he did the uh, Chelsea posted their announcement video. He he does his announcement mentioning that he's going to be a Chelsea player. Well, we all know, we all know he, this man desperately wanted to be an Arsenal player. How many Instagram sources this man had to delete <laughs> before he went to North London? This, it's it's going to be a strange London. time at Chelsea, I think. I hope he I hope he does well. Now, before you click play on this, I want everyone listening or watching to just it's 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 a TikTok, right? So you don't see outside of that vertical frame. Just imagine Todd Bowley holding a gun to this man's head <laughs> before you see this video. He's like, "Do the video. We're not donating to yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I will send you to the front line." <laughs> so here, uh, here's Mujik. Hi guys, I'm very to I'm very happy to be here, and uh, I can wait to see you, see you all, guys. Hi guys. Okay, so that's that's what it was. It's, could you could you play like the last third of it? Okay, <laughs> I mean it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm very, too, like. I'm very happy to be here, and uh, I can wait to see you, see you all, guys. <laughs> Hi guys. Wait, you he kind of puts his hand up. And it looks like he wants to put both up. Let me start there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he wants to say, "Please, I did it." But also. Doesn't it look like in his face like he's about to burst into tears? There's a little bit of like uh, the. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, he's he, look. 
I mean, look, we know English is not his first language. Uh, he looks, and a lot of players tend to be a little shy and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that because you say that, but he has a neck tattoo <laughs> that says "talent ain't enough," and, and the word "talent" is crossed that is crossed out, which I don't get. I don't really get it either. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. Um, but you can see the uh, the discomfort. Mm-hmm. You can see we. I'm given what that we know what we know, and how much he just absolutely loves Arsenal. I mean, just the way you think of. Uh, Mbappe as a kid with all the Ronaldo posters and he loves Real Madrid and, and the whole thing. He made it, even during these these transfer negotiations, he made it very clear and in and, and, and some more subtle ways than others that he wanted to be an Arsenal player. I'm he sure said, he, come get me. He told Shakhtar Donetsk, please yeah. accept the bid. And Shakhtar was like, no, we, you know, we, we want more money for you and there's somebody willing to pay. So they, Bro, when Arsenal, when it went public that they made a final official um, offer, he just posted the praying hands right. emoji <laughs> in the stories. This man is yeah. as thirsty. Made it very clear, but I love this. It's like if a dog in a shelter could tweet. <laughs> or, Somebody in the in the, the comments here on Cristiano Pessi. Cristiano Pessi, which is great, but he just said, bro, join the prison, bro. <laughs> so, he said, why is he holding back tears? <laughs> which is exactly what I said, bro. It's, look, he doesn't look, uh, he doesn't look too happy. This is, so if Todd Bowley's... Um, uh, uh, More like know. Todd Bully, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if his MO is uh, let me see what other teams want and let me go hijack that deal. The, he is doing it. He is doing it. But the negative thing here is when you get a player like this that that does not that he doesn't want to be there. He wants to he, look. He's, it's exciting to play in the Premier League. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Right. It, 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 his wages are, will be increased astronomically. I heard he was making something like literally like like five, $6,000 a week uh, right. at, at Shakhtar. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's uh, uh, 100% true. Um, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying it's going to go up more than, oh, yeah. than what he's currently getting paid. Um, so this is, so it is, it's a great opportunity, but then you get a player. Camilo Garcia said, it's official. Arsenal is now in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get a player that you're going to have to handle these PR questions. He's going to have to deal with this from time to time. Why what if Chelsea, when Chelsea play Arsenal, there's going to be... That's when it's going to be big, when they play Arsenal, especially if it's like an important game in, in a, some type of knockout, like an FA Cup or a yeah. Carabao Cup. Also, when he plays badly. Yeah. This will come up because the English media are... What's the term in Spain? It's not Chiefs Mosos. What, what is the term where they like to, they like to meddle? Um, in, what's the term in Spanish? Yeah, or? yeah. There's a term like in the way our Spanish, like Caribbean Spanish, that I you would know. say someone who likes to like... Joder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Son joderón. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. And they, they're going to make it a bigger story than it really even needs oh, to be. Oh, and they're going to keep bringing it yeah, up. Exactly, exactly. So that it becomes a bigger story. So they, this is why... Look, Arsenal... and he was, Arteta answered the question about this deal falling through, and he said that... You know, um, we have to maintain uh, maintain some sort of discipline as a club. We're not trying to overspend. We're trying to, you know, focus on our players and make our players better and stuff like that. Does Arsenal need a player like him? I don't think so. But the problem... I'm more worried about a backup for Partey for what I said before is he's irreplaceable. Sambi Lokonga, who I've... I've often said, yeah. give him a chance. I'm like, look, we need to stop giving this boy a chance. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or he needs a loan, clearly. But we don't have anyone of Partey's talent of stopping, you know, the the the, uh, the attack coming and being able to spring our attack. 
the same way that Todd Bowley is buying all these players. When the man needs to replace N'Golo Conte, <laughs> you do not need another winger, bro. How many wingers do you need? It is pretty wild. Uh, so, like Kirby <laughs> D said, let's be honest, Chelsea's rebuilding with no continuity. They're about to be trash, and all I'm going to do is smile and laugh at their pain. Okay. Yeah, man. Todd Bowley has spent what? I think like $190 million since he came Feels in. Feels like more. Uh, but yeah, crazy. Um, Freddie Alakorn said hashtag free Mudrick. <laughs> that's good. That's it. He's gonna get that tattoo real, real soon. Oh uh, yeah, and they broke Christian Pulisic. He's they, injured and possibly out for months. They, I mean, it was John Stones, but I understand what you under mean. his watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted. Oh, also, Fred, shout out to Freddie. Congratulations, Freddie. Just announced he will be having uh, a baby. Him and his wife were having a baby. Get out of town! Congratulations, Freddie. Uh, what? We're going to see him in Orlando! Uh, we're going to see him in a couple of days. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we will be... I'll, I'll mention this. I'll continue. Uh, I want to uh, mention Freddie again, but uh, we are going to be in Orlando for the Premier League Mornings Live Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it on our pinned tweet if you want to register. Uh, we'll, we'll be the MCs, uh, you know, chatting with the crowd. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just go register. Five in Rebecca Lowe. Let's go. Tim Howard, the two no. Robbies. Okay. I'm going to do this to Timmy H. That thing when you move your hand. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, just see how Tom, Timmy Howard handles it. Just said, Tim Howard, hey, you got something by your ear, pod quarter. Yeah, yeah, I got your nose, my G. <laughs> okay. Can we treat <laughs> Tim Howard like our nephew? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sit on my lap. Too. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Freddie! Uh, awesome shout out, G- Gully Squad. He's, he's awesome in Gully Squad. It's just a, a, a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. So uh, we're gonna having kids like a, a month apart. It's crazy, something like that. No, what you wait? Don't throw me in there. <laughs> what, about nothing, you, what about you, Alexa? What are you waiting for? Uh, okay, someone sent me a meme of uh, a video that someone made a TikTok of someone making popcorn and a bunch of uh, sweets and putting it in a baby. Costume thing like a like a like an outfit a baby would wear. Okay, and we're bringing a baby Bjorn into the, the movie theater. And one of the things they put in there was something called a Doritos walking taco, and I have no idea what that is. Okay, <laughs> and I that will be my baby. I need to find out what Meaning- is it. It's a prepackaged item. It says Doritos walking taco, and he just put it inside this sort of baby jumper kind of outfit. Yeah. It's like a one-piece shirling inside that I guess a baby would wear in the winter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, everyone was like, isn't that crazy? The guy's thinking food. I'm like, what's this Doritos walking taco? <laughs> I didn't I didn't get a chance to look it up Del before Bo- we hit. Del Boy said, that sounds like a racial slam. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple Doritos walking tacos in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. So I don't know what it is, but that will be the baby that I have. So you and Freddie could change diapers, and I'll change my own after <laughs> I eat the Doritos walking taco. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, it's prepackaged, so it's not, I don't think it's a Taco Bell thing. Okay. I mean, should we look it up? Let's look it up. All Who right. knows what it is? <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, you know, we have to take a break from time to time. <laughs> Actually, while you look this up, it's probably a good time to mention uh, that this show is brought to you by Coors Light. Let's go. Uh, a little Coors Light. You know, Christian, uh, when I get together with my friends, maybe to go get, uh, you know, some snacks like we're looking up like right now. Like a walking taco? No, maybe, possibly. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I want to do is have something refreshing to drink after it, right? And what is more refreshing than a nice, cold Coors Light? Very much so. I mm. mean, we can uh, have it while we're watching some games, watching Arsenal defeat uh, Tottenham uh, two times this season. What's the most beautiful thing you've ever said? <laughs> Probably that. Okay, watching, uh, you know, Everton collapse in front of my eyes, <laughs> which we will get to in a moment. Uh, but Coors Light is the way to do it. 
That's right. And so listen, first of all, you guys want to get it? There's only one beer out there that is literally made to chill, okay? And that's Coors Light. All right, the mountains on the bottle and the can, they even turn blue when the beer is cold. So there's no question. You ain't got to put it, pick it up and put it to your cheek. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that a is thing? <laughs> or, you know, you hit your friend in the neck with it real quick to see if it's cold. You don't have to. Mm. Boom. Right there. <laughs> you see you see the mountains. Right blue there. mountains. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when it's time to unwind, uh, of course, light is the beer I reach for. So when you want to hit reset, grab the beer that's made to chill, get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Uh, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. So let's let's get a a, a peek at this uh, Doritos walking taco. Okay, uh, what is this? <laughs> okay, so this is like the thing we had in Costa Rica, kind of. So this is more like walking nachos. Right. What we right. had, to reference what Christian just said, <laughs> I, you, for those of you listening, you can't see what's on the screen right now, but it is essentially opening a bag of Doritos by the side, right? That's essentially what it is, right? The yeah. long way and filling it with nacho products. What we had got, it was, was like, a bag of Doritos, essentially. It's like the Caldosa, South American. Yeah, Caldosa. But it was, but it was a it's filled with ceviche. Ceviche in a that, Doritos bag. And that leche de tigre or tiger's milk, which is what you're supposed to. It's what gets you going, folks. <laughs> um, you, that is in there. So you want to drink that. And now it's been mixed with the spicy chips. This is, I can't tell if it's. If it comes with the nacho cheese in it already, <laughs> I'm gonna assume it. I'm gonna assume all you know. There's no assembly required. Click on, click on that on that one. That's from the Frito Lay. No, the other one. This one. Yeah. Okay. Because this is this should take us to click on like the actual site so we could see it. Yeah, yeah, right there. All right. Let's see what. Okay, it. here we go. <laughs> this is taking us. 
Okay. Except you accept cookies? Who cares? Okay, the do not click on the on the Go to go to the first one. <laughs> okay, why do we need to do shit. an a deep I need analysis an, I, I want an on explain, this? I want an explanation of what it is. Nutrition facts. No, don't don't click <laughs> on that, bro. We don't need that much of an explanation. <laughs> Introducing the walking taco inspired by street food. You can add yummy, yummy, yummy toppings to your <laughs> Say favorite. Say yummy again. <laughs> yeah, I said yummy. Uh, yummy <laughs> toppings to your favorite chips and eat your creation on the go. Find the walking taco in concession stands, convenience stores, colleges, and more. <laughs> so it's just a bag of chips that you can open sideways, and I guess it's reinforced so you can so, stand it up so you can pour yeah. nacho cheese into it. That's it. This is not really much of anything. It's just a different shape of a bag. It's also not a taco. <laughs> it's not a standing taco. It's not a sitting taco. It's not a running taco. It's not a, a jogging taco. And it certainly ain't a walking taco. Damn, bro. This is not a taco. Damn, dude. These are nachos. Frito-Lay. You need, if you want to you wanna clean up how we talk about you, you need to sponsor this show. Bro, okay? you better put some money on this show. <laughs> Someone said, what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> Justin Friedrich said, the future. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we talked about the drama at Arsenal and the, between Arsenal and Tottenham. Yo, someone send us walking tacos. <laughs> um, we have to talk about the drama at Everton. Everton loses their match this weekend. Um, who'd they lose to? Um, I don't remember who they lost to. You forgot who Everton lost to already? Yes, I did. Uh, they played. They lost to Southampton, the team mm-hmm. at the bottom of the table. Couldn't tell <laughs> from looking at it. Uh, you know, oh, oh, Everton, in this game, I was impressed that they had as much possession as they did. I'm like, well, okay, there's a... There are these, like, little silver linings to each match. You're just not getting three points. Onana was great. I'm going to do Onana. He, when uh, he scored, scored the goal. he said, I'm the guy, or I'm the he man. He said, I'm him. I'm him. Okay. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I am. That's what so I'm going to do a lot of scores. I had her off a, off a corner. Great goal. Um, he. By the way, that guy who said, who do, you think, who, who do you think you are? I am. He dropped another heavy bars. I did see that. Something like, I don't know. I just go out there. You're the ones who watch or something yeah, like that. Whether, whether you like, whether you love me or hate me, you you watch. That's, a, that's all I could do. Something like that. And oh, bars. Okay. Um, uh, you know, so Onanas does score. He scores his, he scores the first goal. Uh, has Everton fans uh, excited to uh, possibly win a game in in a very long time? And, and goes to the camera. Se- a mere seven minutes later, <laughs> goes to the camera, bangs it. He does. He does the watch. He taps it's, on his he's wrist. He's like, "Yo, it's time." Who's time? <laughs> Tool time. <Yeah. laughs> huh? <laughs> okay. So Aging ourselves very viciously right now. I don't know what that is. I remember seeing a, re- a repeat of it on my TikTok. <laughs> I didn't even watch Nick at night. Nah, uh. fam. I'm asleep. I mean, I'm awake. Eating my walk-in taco. <laughs> That's all the kids are doing. Right? Uh, TikToking <laughs> and walking tacos. Okay, I'm doing the running man with my running taco. I, the uh, he taps on his chest, right. looks at the camera. He's like, "I'm him." Yeah, 
I'm him. And he says more like Dominic Calvert Bluing. You know? <laughs> there we go. Roasted his teammate. Damn, what are you, Shakira? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I even tweeted. I tweeted. I'm like, bro, this is the last thing you need to be doing. We do not have time for swag. We are in the relegation zone. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. we can't be, be you know, bringing our swag to the championship. No, we no, don't no, need no. that. No. Um, uh, early on, uh, Jamal put, uh, next year the Cooligans is going to be uh, Christian updating us on the score against uh, Stoke. <laughs> Coventry City. Yeah. Is be a great game. <laughs> Yo, Huddersfield ain't bad, dude. <laughs> you got to, you know why? It's not MLS, but it's all right. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, so just, uh, I, I thought it was absurd. I, I mean, it was absurd, but it was like funny. I'm like, all right, this is like kind of silly. At least we're winning the game, right? It would right. it would have been different if we were down three one and he does that, right? right. It's, it would be much more comical. But in Everton fashion, but also you got to admit you were hyped when you saw that goal and he did that because it felt in that moment. Because I was watching the game, oh, it, it felt in that moment like, oh shit! It could have been the sweatiest, disgusting <laughs> goal. I could care less. I would have lost my. I would have been yeah. ecstatic. And you would have been like, oh, not a dance on him, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it bounces off his back. <laughs> Why don't you kick Aaron Ramsey on his back? <laughs> Yo, that's that's going to be the celebration. Yo, you're go doing. kick somebody. Go kick a Tottenham <laughs> fan, dude. So uh, I saw that. I'm like, okay, uh, just not necessary. Uh, mm. Seems, you know, Everton have no uh, place to be confident about, about really anything right now. Mm. And uh, yes, beginning of the, the second half, uh, uh, a goal immediately. Yeah, um, it's you know you don't want to give up a score before the end of the uh, uh, before the end of the half, and you certainly don't want to let them score a minute in like twelve James, seconds. James Ward Pross, uh, his first goal was great, and then he scored on uh, on a free that kick. Free kick was wild. and but it's just like that's. Their best guy. He's the only one and also, that will hurt you. <laughs> Pickford didn't even move, dog. Pickford didn't move. Uh, M- Mikalenko was like, he did the thing where like he was gonna guard the the, yeah. the near post and uh, got there. He got there twenty minutes after the ball went in. Yeah. Um. It, and and I don't even under. It was just so much miscommunication because you saw Jordan Pickford point at Mikalenko like, bro, what? You well, I don't. Yeah. Were you supposed to? I don't know. If where you were, were you, to be dog? You're the goalkeeper yeah. who's supposed to tell everybody what to do, where to be. Yeah. And I don't know. So I'm gonna put that on Jordan Pickford. Right. I, right. And we know James Ward Prowse is an absolute beast on free kicks. He might be. He might be the best free kick taker in the Premier League at the moment. I think so. Yeah. Um, Trippier, I think, is there. And oh no, there's. He's yeah, not so, the but, only one. But James Ward Prowse has to be the best one. He, he's, he's probably also the most clinical free kick taker. So. Elijah steps out. I want to see Everton versus the Chargers. We just all <laughs> lost in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jag off. Have yeah. you seen ja- Jacksonville Jaguars one? That's their thing. That is it. They go. I'm jagging only, off. Only if you win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the, the poor goals uh, to give up in. <laughs> Delboy said Sarah McLaughlin is videos for Everton fans because they have been so abused and mistreated. <laughs> we need a slow mo. Spend no your time. With we need you. to see. I need to see tears. No. So Yo, should we? Do we all gotta go rescue Everton fans <laughs> one by one, bro? But Everton fans, even before this game, had planned a protest. Uh, they did a sit-in. Mm-hmm. After uh, a lot of banners too, after the a lot match. of banners, but they just sit in like it's a civil rights movement, bro. Yeah, 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 Happy yeah. MLK Day as well. That must have been the inspiration. Right. So but- here's the, here's a little difference between that. I mean, there's many differences, <laughs> but also I don't think any of the protesters 
paid to go through the gates <laughs> to sit. So, look, I, but I respect it. I think, uh, you know, uh, Manchester United fans, they stormed the pitch uh, right. in, in, uh, when in no 20, one's there. Yeah, <laughs> 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, 21. Um, so I thought it was a, a peaceful way to protest and, and highlight the it's frustration. It's a respectful way to do it. Yeah, we were there uh, when they beat Arsenal, unfortunately, and everyone was planning to walk out in the 27th minute. But Everton was winning, mm-hmm. so no one walked out. Or they scored right before it, right? Uh, Everton scored just before it, so no one walked out. Right, right. Yeah. So and they've been, look, This is that's how long ago they've been talking about sort of protesting and trying to, uh, you know, spark a change. Mm-hmm. And uh, and th- so that's fair. But then there, there were a couple of things. The, the board of directors did not show up because they were warned that um that there was a security threat and and they were worried for their safety so as soon as it gets to this point this is it's obviously gone insanely too far so you hope um that that this isn't a thing that's commonplace with the club where people's uh, well-being is actually uh in danger so this is just uh, denise barrett baxendale Yes. Who is the CEO of Everton, a woman, uh, was put in a headlock by a fan after a recent game, according to a club source who was asked not to be named for their safety. The Everton board uh, did not attend the game against Southampton on Saturday due to threats to their safety. So the Everton CEO was put in a headlock and death threats are sent before before Chiefs told to stay away. It's crazy. This is also not like a... Not that it does. Not that it matters. But this is like an older woman as well. Yeah, dude, you, what are you doing? It's a, it's, it's insane. Um, you but, can't put someone in a headlock, bro. <laughs> headlock is crazy, and and it's like that specific. Just even that word being introduced in, uh, in this context. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just like you're gonna headlock, just like, you know, an older lady. Like that's how you subdue a criminal. <laughs> It's it's not it's not great. And by the way, I don't know how old she is. She could be young, uh, but you could look at her and you would say like, "This isn't a woman that probably started the fight." You know what I mean? <laughs> it's I, a fair, fair guess. Elijah Stubbs said that's a scouse hug. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, bro. So based on the soup y'all eat. So that kind of stuff, I you know, and I think it's been pretty clear. Even you know, again, reasonable Everton fans are like. That's absurd, and it shouldn't. It should never go uh, to that uh, uh, that extent. And so, I, I want to talk about the. Can I ask you about one of the banners because it said uh, Farad Mashiri, owner, yeah, which is the owner. It said, "If you didn't want to become a museum, why did you buy the Everton Football Club?" I believe is what it said. Can't see his fans are blocking. Mm-hmm. What is that a reference to? Do you know? I don't know. I, I mean, oh, then why did you keep the club dinosaur? If you didn't want to become a museum, then why did you keep the club dinosaur? So meaning that they, uh, so the Everton fans are frustrated that the that Mashiri came in and kept the same board, the board, of the, the board of directors, and essentially all the top staff. He kept yeah. the same people, the people that have been at Everton for so the years. people who you would assume by this standard failed yeah. already. And and, and so uh, look, we can talk about. Uh, we're going to get to the stuff with Yerry Mina and Anthony Gordon. And and the but I want to talk about that aspect of it, right? Uh, Everton fans, I think, have gotten over the point of like we need to get a new manager. They're like, it's not even Frank Lampard has literally nothing to do with this, and they he don't, ain't helping though. They, if y'all were winning, that would soften this. Sure, um, but look, it's hard to say when we talk about the actual play, the especially in this game against Southampton. Uh, 
they're, they're I, I mentioned this before, but Everton players make some of the worst decisions I have ever seen amongst any Premier League club. So then this is from the top down, from the board to the pitch. Right, right, but just even the players. I mean, look, I, I, all due respect to, like, we've had, like, Damari Gray on the show, and he scored that incredible goal against Manchester City. Also, full disclosure, the Everton uh, front office and the board have been really helpful to us. Okay, yeah. They've, they've, right, right, they've yeah. offered us players to interview. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see them in a few days, so we probably should be seeing them. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. It's like uh, we have to be as, as uh, you know, realistic and impartial as sure. possible when we're just simply talking about what we see yeah. week in and week out. And Damari Gray has the, the uh, ability to make uh, uh, incredible goals like he did against Manchester City, like the one he scored against Arsenal last mm. year. But they, I think the, the, the last, uh, especially this season, he has... They have. You can tell Lampard has said, "All right, you're you're our winger. You're one of our strongest attackers. Go one v one against uh, uh, some of these defenders." Demar Gray gives the ball up. I, it must be about four out of ten times he goes like one v one. Can I counter that with something? Did you pay one point eight million for him? Okay, but, but that that's has, a one point eight million dollar player. Yeah, but There's, that doesn't that doesn't he, his. His uh, his it's no excuse. And he's doesn't played just, he's played at a higher level than that. And, but you're gonna there's a reason why he wasn't valued at 18. Okay, so which I'm just, is still cheap. That's sure fine. And I'm and I but I would never say that Demar Gray was a bad. Pickup. No, he's been better than expected by a by a long 100%. range. But this is I, and this is my main gripe with. The, but your hero can't be a 1.8 million dollar player. Okay, I'm not even. I don't really even care about the money that you you're you're suggesting that the money you spend. Uh, uh, implies that uh, you know what you're exactly going to get when that's not always really the case. And but for that's the most, where the valuation comes from. Sure, but just, for his there's for his plenty club, of players I where it came from. Plenty but of players that have very low transfer fees that outperform what. Yes, and I think he's one of them. And there's plenty that underperform. But you can't ask him to do everything. I'm not asking him to do everything. Right. But he's not. He is giving the ball. I mean. I'm, if I'm asking somebody to not give the ball away, that's not. I don't care how much you were worth no, or how buddy, much that you can pay. That was 2.5. <laughs> you wouldn't order that option. <laughs> He's um, he gives the ball away too much. Anthony Gordon, same same issue, kind of. Um, there's there's a there's weak links, and I think this is my my biggest uh, frustration with Frank Lampard is that a player like Demar Gray for making mistakes, I think should be benched. Sometimes for who it doesn't matter doesn't matter that's a, that's the thing it's like there should be some there, there, there seems to be no I get what you're saying punishment but. consequence they, they has Lampard hasn't said like you haven't met my expectations so you do not get to start he has not done that and that's that's my frustration with him but I think that feeling goes across with the entire club that there hasn't been a standard set and the people who haven't met it lose their lose their opportunity to keep that that role i mean i yes in in a perfect world and you know what in hindsight when you look back and regardless of how the season ends you're going to be able to say that and people are going to go like that's what should have happened but in in real time frank lampard is not only fighting for his job he he doesn't want to be the guy that relegates everton for the first time right uh the first time in premier league history i believe so yeah yeah he doesn't want to be that guy attached to that he's trying his hardest to save his ass and to save the club and to save his reputation. Benching a guy like Demario Gray, yes, will seem like that's one of the things we should have done. In the moment, I can see why he's not doing it. 
I can I can see it too, but th- I think that's a reflection of not of a manager afraid to make a difficult decision for the for the betterment of the club. Um, so that's one, you know, one of my <laughs> of many many uh, problems. So the but but the so I'm reading. Uh, I mentioned this last week. I'm reading um, Johan Cruyff's book, and it's it. Are you audiobook? Or are you actually reading? I'm, I'm. This is audiobook. Okay. So and it's not. Can him. you say reading if you're listening to an audiobook? I think so. Can you put it in the chat? We'll get a, a little poll. stolen nerd valor. Stolen. <laughs> I've also, I also read books, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, you can get more. By the done. way, I do neither of the two. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm. Uh, how many of you have read the last ever the last Cooligans podcast? <laughs> but the um, the, he's talking about his time at Ajax, and as a player, as a manager, as uh, and and uh, on the board of directors, a commissioner. The, the, so when I his main. Like that's just a, a huge chapter dedicated to him complaining about Ajax and the 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 uh what what's uh what's it called um I don't, in politics uh when it gets too like cumbersome and there's too many hands in the pot or whatever what, I forgot the word a bureaucratic that's the word it, it's it's way you too- came to me for that one? <laughs> you know so- I was gonna sidestep that. He um, is essentially complaining like that the people that are the directors, technical direct, everybody's it's like way too political. Everybody's just like corporate. Everybody's just trying to get to the next spot. Some people don't really know. Uh, they don't know football. They don't they don't know mm-hmm. uh, about the game. And this is why I feel like it's happening at Everton, where the people that are making all these decisions, it's it's Everton have been around a long time as a, a successful club. Um, and the fact that. They uh, um, have this consistency for years. You know, over time, you have uh, a fan base that will never leave you. you right. will, the money will always come in. You can and raise, a lot, and a lot of former players talk about how difficult it is to go to that to go to Goodison Park and to try to beat Everton in that place. Right. So it is a it is very much a home field advantage. That fans are very much a big part of this club. It's, it's one of the few Premier League clubs that still feels old. You yeah. know, feels old yeah, timey. Yeah, yeah. It still feels like the 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 the, the even before the Premier League. Uh, yeah, y'all existed. got that new stadium coming up. Y'all can't be in the championship. So the, so yeah. So this is it, it. Just feels like that's that's what's going on, and that's what the protest was about. I think fans are just are done being like I'm mad at a particular player or I'm mad at the manager. There's been eight managers, nine yeah. managers in eight, seven, eight years or something like that. It's been brutal. So they're trying to, they're trying something new. Yeah. Let's see who else. Dude, it's un revolu. Everything is, so, everyone is at fault. And then this is when, um, uh, this is, this is, I mean, I, I love Yerimina. And why are these dudes parallel parking outside? <laughs> the players, look, this is another thing. I, look, you this one, get imp- these guys behind gates or something. This one in particular, this is uh, Yerimina. He's trying to go home. Right. Uh, after the game, he didn't even play in this game. No. Uh, and fans are, are, they stopped his car and won't let him move. He's also like six foot eight. Like, you can't hide who you are. You can't just put a hoodie on. <laughs> He's the only Colombian in yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so here is. Uh, and they kind of got cameras in his face. If we go to the championship, you stay, you stay. I'm going to show, I'm going to show Allah. 
Okay. So <laughs> so the guy's yelling. You hear him. He's saying, if we go down to championship, will you stay? You know, there, a lot of these players have um, relegation, like, clauses that they can find another club right. if, you know. But can, can, can I just speak to uh, liver, Liverpudlians, mm-hmm. Scousers, all in just one? I just want to say something. On behalf of Yerimina, uh, he got no clue what you said. <laughs> I know his English is all strong, but then the Liverpool accent on you top of that. You can't, with that mush mouth, <laughs> scream in a man's face who's from Colombia and expect him to under. He said yes to whatever you said because he wanted to get out of there, bro. And uh, essentially, I'm going to shut up the audio, but he's he's like, yes, like he, he he's... Uh, okay, let me play it. See what, if you can hear what he's saying. Okay, so this is he's he's trying his best to be. Yeah. He's tapping his chest, tapping the 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 badge. Right. He's essentially like, I ain't going anywhere. I'm staying here. Well, what's he supposed to say? What's he supposed to say? I'm trying. Guys, I actually haven't called my agent. And I got to get in the car. I'm trying to get yeah. home. Okay. I'm, my family needs me. I know that this is a very important conversation yeah. but i hate to do this um it this is look at the very least some people were um really saying that this was disgusting this is awful and i would discuss is not they the, didn't like accost them yeah they you know look, it's but, annoying it's and annoying. i can and i can understand being so caught up in what's happening and seeing a player in front of you and saying okay i want to be able to say something i feel there's something i need to get off my chest yeah but it, the moment you realize there's a couple of people behind you you have to understand what this means what this looks like to a player especially in a place unfortunately i'm gonna say this especially in a place like england that has had violence uh with fans in the mm-hmm. past you know, you don't know if someone's going to pull out a shank or something. This guy's just like, oh, 100%. Am I staying, bro? I might buy the club, though. 100%. Y'all mind just moving a little to the left so I can get to my car? When's your baby's christening? I'll be there. <laughs> bro, forget you naming your baby after me. I'm going to name my baby after you. So it's a... Um, so this kind of... Look, I, I wouldn't go as far... Look, it's not a kick to the back. Of a player, <laughs> right. but it, it is a it definitely frustrating, and the fans' frustration has now spilled over into, you know, uh, uh, bothering the players uh, uh, directly. And Yerimina, I look—is this gone too far? You think? Do you think the fans shouldn't be able to have direct access to the players? Um, no, I wouldn't. So, two quite yeah, it's two separate things. Uh, is should they have direct access to the players? I think that's. F- Fair and that's fine. Um, uh, is has it gone too far? Yes, yes. I mean this. This is. I would prefer to not see stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But even as loud and angry as this fan is being, he's not like, you know, deriding Yerimina. Right. He's just he's so he's so passionate for his club, and he's like, please, we need you stay with us if we get relegated. That's it. he's he's making that plea and just begging uh, for some. Uh, to for players to show some heart because fans feel like uh, the players are not doing that, and we saw. And this is when on, uh, one that goes too far for yeah. sure. Um, Anthony Gordon uh, got a lot well, of. Hope wish that guy was the one who <laughs> talked to him, bro. Got a lot of stick because uh, this is. You fucking dickhead! <laughs> hey, not bad. Why are you paying attention to street signs if you're Anthony Gordon? <laughs> Gordon, 
not fit to wear the shit. You're not fit to wear the shit. Okay, so that's about it. I mean, look, if, if you're listening, a, a, a fan goes and and starts accosting uh, um, Anthony Gordon, who is driving away. Also, runs one of to them starts car. singing at Anthony Gordon, <laughs> but it's a violent. He's, yeah, get, he's like, get out of our club. This kid is like 19 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's like a Ca- Everton Academy kid. Like, this is... Bro, it, he's, I, one, he's one of your own. It's also, yeah, you, and this is why I, why I think... Um, who did we talk to about this? I don't remember who it was. I, I I just think the 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 pressure is 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 there's a there's more pressure on um, players that are from Liverpool than of players that, that, who are not. And and I think fans hold uh, you know Anthony Gordon quite possibly lifelong Everton fan gets to play for his childhood club and and, and then eventually is, is on the first team. It's a, it, this is like a miracle, and then to have fans kind of turn on you like this for some a, a kid who's still kind of figuring out his way and what his role. He didn't even start in this game. The kid, he did. He did make the mistake, I believe, of fouling James Ward Prowse that led to the 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 the, 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 sepi, the sepi. It's not enough to mess up the G wagon, <laughs> though. Um, and fans are are so so mad at him, and it, it's it's childish. It's it's, it's absurd. Like, I, look, I'm not saying to blindly just support the club and everything that they do. I get it, but stuff like this again, just unnecessary and, and it's uncouth, right? You know, make it, it's making <laughs> us look bad. So it's a, a frustrating time to to uh, be an Everton fan, to be an Everton uh, player, but. After all of this stuff, look, I don't want Everton to get relegated, but watching stuff like this makes me want these fans to have to deal with the heartbreak of a relegation because this behavior is 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 absurd. It's it's yeah, no, that shouldn't be allowed. And look, I do I think um uh, also you're 19 games in, so you are now halfway through the season. Right. Uh, so let's bring it back. We used to do this pretty much weekly last season. Right, right. <laughs> will Everton? <laughs> will Everton be relegated? This um, is after week twenty, so nineteen games into the season. You have a record of, I believe, four wins, three draws, twelve losses. Rough. Uh, you are sitting at fifteen points. Wait, no, that's not you. That's Southampton. Uh, every, nineteen. Games, everybody's sitting at fifteen. Now. You are fifteen, but you have three wins, six draws, ten losses. 15 points. 10 losses, bro. 10 double-digit losses. Mm-hmm. 19. One position away from the bottom of the table. Will Everton survive the drop this season? I'm going to say yes, because I do think um, other teams are worse. I think Wolves are worse. Southampton are worse, even though they just beat us. <laughs> um, I also think I don't think West Ham is getting uh, relegated either. Um, it seems like Bournemouth... But it is so close. From Wolves, you, between, maybe Leicester. Between 20th and uh, 14th is just three points. Mm-hmm. So anything can happen. Look, I don't, I, you know, Leeds also uh, took a bad loss. Had uh, you won, you would have been in 14th place. Right. Right. Yeah. Which doesn't really even mean that much anyway, because another. Doesn't fill you with a ton of confidence, <laughs> but at least you're not in the relegation uh, So. Um, so my answer right now is no, I don't think so. Um, uh, Everton are not as bad as they seem. That's as that's that's my optimism. Yeah, I like what JG put. Uh, he said fans are weird, bro. This is why I had to personally had to dial back my support to just being happy for my teams and players and moving on with daily living. 
And that's something that that's I think a, that man has gone to therapy. That is growth, right <laughs> Yo, there. This, this man <laughs> has dealt with his youth. You know what I mean? Uh, you and I, I think, experienced this when we were in England. It's a it's a different and yeah, yes, uh, passion and all that. But there's a different type of energy around when your team wins or loses. It's life. Uh, it's, yeah, it's life. But it, but it it almost it means too much. You know, at the end of the day, it's a sport. You know, and it's a sport you and I love. We've made this our careers. We've done everything we can to help propel this sport in this country. But to some people, it is unfathomable that they can think of anything else besides what happened in those 90 minutes yeah. for an entire week. And it's like, dude, that's too much. I think it's a little bit of, you know, given that American American sports culture is is a little bit more diverse. We, there's a lot of people that watch multiple sports. Um, right. You, you go to England, there's not... I mean, there, there are people that are into cricket or, right. or rugby come up but nobody if not, your team loses badly you can't be like well let's put on the darts right you right know what i mean there, there are people absorbed by that. that are as diehard nfl fans as they are nba fans and both of you know they it, it, it surrounds their life so even though there might be a, if you heard non-playoff i, I, I want to pick a random team um cardinals fans mm-hmm. okay um arizona cardinals fans surrounding players you know fucking telling them off and 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 running after their car those people would be arrested in this country they would stand out like sore thumbs where people are like look at the passion yeah yeah chasing <laughs> after a 19 year old in a g-wagon <laughs> singing songs about how they're unfit we need to wear more shirt. like him you yeah, know? yeah justin freeber said did you guys see eric winalda give his support for this kind of passion on twitter uh, I've seen a lot of Eric Winalda. I've seen a lot see of Eric Winalda the yeah. last couple of days. Not all great. I mean, uh, you, did you see the back and forth between him and, and Lalas? Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. They both say, rah. <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm I'm concerned for those two adult men. That's right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the uh, yeah. So, are they going to get relegated? No, I don't think so. But it's still. Uh, Tune in next week, folks. <laughs> Make sure you read this podcast next week. <laughs> So um, the other the, the last Premier League thing I wanted to make sure I talked about did this turnaround for Manchester United. How are you feeling about it? Uh, so last season, um, during a, a very bad spell for, I believe it was already past the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer thing and we were on to, what's his name, Ralph Ranić. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember saying, they were like, what player from Manchester United would you want at Arsenal? And I stood up for Marcus Rashford. I said, I want Marcus Rashford. And people are like, yo, you crazy. He washed, he's dusty, this and that. And I said, no, man, this kid has skill. I don't think he's the next Thierry Henry, but he has an incredible amount of skill. He's got an incredible talent. And he's one of those players that can change a game with a single run. And now you're seeing that. And it's been absolutely incredible. Even when he don't touch the ball, the guy helps find <laughs> finds ways to help Manchester United win. He's involved in some way. Um, yeah, I mean that that was, was out, that was offside. That was offside, man. That was one hundred percent offside. Yeah, they, I, but I, I'm not gonna be mad at you for taking points away from City. <laughs> no, so thank Ar- you. Yeah, Arsenal fans were cool with it. Um, this is damning. Like as damning as it gets, this looks like a kanji. It's scoring. So this is just a photo. This is uh, from Blue City Brain. Uh, I saw this on uh, on Twitter. Um, if you if you if you're looking at the screen, so this what this person did, they removed Marcus Rashford. If you don't know the te- if you don't know the context, a ball was passed. Sort of, uh, Marcus Rashford was offside when the ball was passed, and he sort of ran with it but didn't touch it. And uh, Bruno Fernandez 
came onto the ball and kicked it, scored a goal. Scored. But yeah. if you look at this, they said he wasn't offside because he didn't interfere with the ball. But he clearly interfered with the Rashford because he clearly interfered with the play. Why? Because if you remove him from this, you can see, yeah. <laughs> Who is Ederson looking <laughs> right? at? Right, he ain't like, Kanye, don't score on me, bro. It's very clearly, he's a distraction. A hundred percent. He is. He is. Uh, the, the assumption you want, you think you're like, OK, well, he's literally on top of the ball. He might as well be doing step overs. hundred percent. So, so to say that he didn't interfere is uh, absurd. We've seen offside calls for looking at the ball from the stands. The ref is like, no, no, no. They interfered. The goalkeeper. Get that old lady <laughs> out of here. She was looking right at it. So clearly disoriented the goalkeeper, and that is offside. Um, hey, Josh from uh, United View in the chat. Hey, Josh, Josh. What's good? So... The uh, so when you, so Rashford not being there, you you see uh, Ederson's eye line, you see Akanji's eye line. Akanji, pro, this is was the one. Akanji's like trying to figure out, can I just go through this guy? Right. So this was um, I saw this um, uh, Christi, uh, Christina Uncle from CBS Sports. She's uh, no a, one better former referee. No one better at breaking this stuff down. Broke it down, and she she. So I don't know if she agreed. The way I took it is I don't know if she necessarily agreed that. The call was correct, but based on the way the laws are written, there's like four uh, um, points that they look for to call offside. And based on the way the laws are written, th- she thinks that's why it was not called offside. So one of them was um, kind of, yeah, interfering with the play. If he would have faked the shot offside, if he would have pretended to shoot the ball, I guess, no, it yeah. is. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. because then you are legitimately causing, you're, you've made an action yeah. that is the, distracting. One of the main points that she said was that uh, Akanji was not close enough to the ball, which is why Rashford wouldn't have. Because uh, the, did there's not a guy in the way, that's, and his name is Marcus Rashford. That's how I feel. Um, but but again, I'm not saying that this is her opinion, but that's what that's the way she was uh, uh, analyzing it. All she it, does is it. tell you, here's yeah, the yeah. rules. And, the, yeah. So... The um, so those are the the two things. He clearly wasn't an offside position. Uh, um, the way the rule is is uh, uh, the way it's written is like Akanji. I guess the thought was that Akanji was not going to uh, get the ball, uh, and because um, uh, Rashford did not touch it, he did not literally interfere because he did not touch the ball. Um, he did shepherd the ball. He a hundred percent. Yeah, It looked like he was shielding the ball from 100%. Akanji. That's why. I, I feel like, I mean, I feel like this is a consensus. Yeah. Also, if this is the way the rule is written, we need to find, we do more of this in training, right? Right, Arsenal needs to do, Everton needs to do this week in and week out. So, um, but then, and I I think this photo is pretty damning. And obviously, Rashford is not in this photo. He has been removed from it. But you look at what Ederson is looking at. Yeah. He's not even thinking Bruno Bruno Fernandes is going to affect this play at all. He knows it's offside, but... In the uh, in the um, scenario where they don't call offside, he's gonna I'm gonna defend the person who's probably gonna strike the ball. And yeah, I mean he's on the ball. You can't yeah. see it from here, but he's between Akanji, which is the final defender, uh, and the ball. So he's on the ball. You have to. You can't turn and look at the guy who doesn't have the ball. You <laughs> so, know what I mean? So that is the interference, right? He is interfering. Because Ederson is not even looking at the, the the guy who could possibly even receive the ball because he he thinks that Rashford is going to shoot the ball. 
Um, and then obviously we know it reaches uh, Bruno Fernandez and he hits it right over. Ederson doesn't really have any real time to prepare for the shot that uh, is coming to him. And this is the 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 point. Could Ederson have rushed the ball? No, no, because the shot was taken from outside the box. It would have. He, he's the, right the, there. The pass was was. Tech- he's at the penalty marker, basically. At that. At that. But the ball is moving too fast. There's no way he wouldn't have got there. The the pass was so hit so uh, firmly um, that there's no way he would have even had time to react in that sense. I don't know. So, but the, this is the thing: the call, um, I believe, on the I think the center referee called offside. If I'm not mistaken, I didn't see the flag go up. I didn't see a flag go up either. I I, I, I just know it went to check. But I know Bruno Fernandez ran over. And every goal is checked anyway, so it would have been called offside had it been offside by law. So, but this is the thing, and I think the the call on the field was what was significant here because the call on the field was a goal and not offside. And I think so. Like if it had been called offside, it couldn't have been overruled, or it wouldn't not enough evidence. You know, it wasn't clear and obvious to to overrule it. So I think that was the bold decision by the ref. I. It, to, to, I, mm. I, I think for the most part, I think most refs call that offside. Um, and for Assistant him, ref called it offside, says Justin Freeberg. Okay. So for so he overturned it on the on the field. He they you saw them talking to each other. I'm sure the the assistant ref said, Oh, he didn't touch it, but you know, he he felt that he interfered with the play. He wasn't in an offside position. It was fairly obvious. And then as soon as Bruno went went over there and was like, he didn't touch it, he didn't touch it, he didn't touch it, he overturned the the call. And that right there, now because it's it's already if if there's not enough evidence to overturn it, right. they're not going to. And I thought it was a bold and wrong decision to call that a goal on the field when your assistant ref already said it was offside. Poor refereeing in 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 my opinion. Uh, because this is to me nothing also, but hundred percent. You need to relook at this rule because it needs to be written in a way where if this happens again, this can't be considered not offside. I don't. To me, the rule doesn't need to be rewritten because he was interfering, and it was obvious that he was. So then you need to cl- more so clearly I don't know define what, what interfering. What is. words can you add to uh, you know he's he's literally over the ball. Listen, all I know is Arsenal has 47 points. Manchester City has 39 <laughs> points. And that would not be the same math had this goal been called offside. Uh, so Wild, wild. Uh, Justin Rivers, the center ref discussed it with the AR and the VAR official to rule it a goal. The VAR official was informed during the when they were deciding if it was a goal? Every goal gets checked. So I'm assuming that check is happening as that conversation is happening. So it might not be VAR as much, unless they're the ones who check the goals as well. That's interesting. I don't know. I, I would imagine that the, the, the VAR is only involved if the center ref wants their opinion, not just... No, I bet you because they have access to every angle. I bet you they're the ones who check the goals as well. Okay. You the, could do two things at once. Because was this checked by VAR? What did Daryl used to say? A thing can be two things? A thing can be two things. Okay. Um, so, uh, but no... Uh, so, you know, Manchester United, what now, sitting in third? Um, Manchester United is in fourth, uh, fourth. behind uh, Newcastle, who has played 19 games. So they've played an extra game. Yeah. Uh, all of them, uh, Newcastle, Manchester United, and uh, no, Newcastle and Manchester United, 38 points. Tottenham at 33. Remind everyone, Tottenham is out of the top four. So they have, <laughs> they have turned things around, and they, and they, look, uh, they look very, very good. So. What are the next Manchester United matches? The next matches. Let's see, fixtures. 
Um, next up, up, right here, right, you see on the right side. They okay. play Crystal Palace next, and then they Arsenal. They can easily win that. And then Arsenal. Then they're going to lose that. <laughs> so um, uh, We'll be in Orlando for that game. That's going to be a big game. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a, a fun weekend. A reminder, uh, go register if you're going to be in Orlando. Join us at the Premier League Fan Fest. Um, okay, we got. Uh, this is going to be the last topic we discussed today. Bro, so we all remember... Gerard Piquet gets caught cheating on Latin sensation superstar people we've basically known our whole someone we've known our whole lives Shakira yes as a superstar <laughs> yes just uh, a shining I mean this is I mean a, this is all a legend I don't know we we like not caught this caught that we don't know bro <laughs> this is what the but internet did you is not saying. See the, did you not read the lyric? Did you not read the song? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, let me tell you so uh, Shakira. Uh, Shakira catches Gerard Piquet cheating with someone who works for his company. Okay. <laughs> uh, Shakira is 45 years old. She's 22 years old. That became like a big talking point. Right. And that was, the, that was, that was part of the, part of the big, song. Big part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. There's also a lot more that I don't know if you know, but anyway, long story short, gets caught. They break up. We don't hear much about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, let me give you also a little context. There's on the radar, fire in the booth. Um, Fun Master Flex freestyles, uh, the LA Leakers uh, freestyles, uh, Sway in the Morning. There's a lot of places that have made this sort of rappers come in and they freestyle, which really means you release a new song, essentially. Uh -huh. Some people still do freestyle, but you release a new song. In Latin America, we don't have that. But we do have this guy who's a producer called BizRap out of, out of Argentina. And he has produced some incredible... I think he started with dance music, and now he's producing like trap and 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 drill type music for mm -hmm. latin america and he's released some incredible quevedo who you didn't like the song but it went number one in the world right um I hate the song you said you didn't like you said it wasn't was your fine. thing right um the the anuel anuel did an incredible freestyle right so biz rap again Ar argentinian argentinians are up right now <laughs> right uh so what a shock that shakira was going on biz rap why would you go and do a Bisa rap, because the guy's name is Bisa, the, the mm -hmm. producer. Why would you do that if you're not sending for... You also, Residente, did one that blew up. Yeah, Because yeah. he was... What was he sending for J Balvin and Bad Bunny, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I and think it's just J Balvin. Maybe it was just J Balvin? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have an issue with Bad Bunny. So, they, oh, they, they, they have the song together. Okay. So, he, uh, Residente, beefed with J Balvin, and that blew up. I think it got something like 300 or 468 million views on YouTube. So, this guy's a powerhouse. And then I see Shakira's doing it, and I think, well, you don't do this kind of music. <laughs> you guys, but Shakira got bars? Yeah, in my head, I'm like, bro, he does rap, right? And he does this one terrible rapper named Nati, Natalia or something from Latin America. Uh, oh, Nati, Nati, Natalia, yeah. Absolutely That's horrific. Not the best, not the best. Um, but hers blew up, because apparently she's very popular in Argentina. She's mm -hmm. Argentinian. So I'm like, she's not rapping, because this is where you really, like, you talk beef. And then I knew, as soon as I saw the photo, I knew, I'm like, Oh my God, this is the beef she has. <laughs> it's Gerard Piquet. Yeah. She's about to, yo, she's about to send for him if we were English. Yes. So she uh she went off. Also, uh, did she get a little, did she get a couple fillers or something? Cause she I, but did they <laughs> She looks she looks like she's the one who's 22, bro. She looks incredible. Know, she's always looked great. She's, she's always looked great. Yeah, yeah. And she's a fabulous singer. Yeah. I love uh, I mean, her for her first album. Uh, our first two albums are literally, I think, some of the best albums ever made in music history. I, I'm not one even exaggerating. Of, one of the greatest crossover artists. 
during that crossover era. Right, right. When they were, they were like, we need some, we need to spice things right. up, add up some Latina stuff. Well, who's the dude from, uh, who's the dude who crossed over? The Puerto Rican dude, I can't remember his name now. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. And then you had Mark Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was that There time. was like a couple, and they're like, yo, we need a woman. And Jayla was like, I'm getting in here. And she's like, but she can't speak Spanish. <laughs> she's like, yo, you cross over, you from the Bronx. Uh, and then Shakira came through with some of that, like, Lebanese-Colombian swag. Let's go. And it blew up. No, no, and yeah, I've, I, I always recommend uh, Donde Están Los Ladrones. If you want one of the greatest albums ever, Might I highly recommend. the best recommend. album you could read. I'm not letting go of <laughs> Also, it's incredible. Let's also not forget, the Spanish colonized us. Okay, so there's another layer on top of this, bro. <laughs> right? We as Latinos, we let's just say we're we're rooting for the home team here. You right, know right, what right. I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, somebody said rest in peace, Selena. Of course, of course. Uh, so, yeah, all right, absolute, absolute queen. Um, but Shakira, she dropped this song. And and it was uh, pretty clear who she was. Uh, you know, she doesn't mention uh, Gerard Piquet uh, by name, but she does. There's a there's a, there's a um, I don't know what it's a a, a a double entendre is what she did. Essentially, she she does a couple specific things. She says about you know you traded in a Rolex for a for a Casio. Casio. You uh, you traded in you a, had a you you traded in a Ferrari or you had a Ferrari and now you have a Twingo. A Twingo, okay. which if you don't know is like saying like uh, like a Ford Escort. No pun with the word <laughs> Escort. There. Um, so basically, you downgraded. Uh huh. And then she had a specific a specific line that I thought was brilliant, um, which but now women are like all over the internet are using this to get at their exes. What right, did she right, say? Right. <laughs> but she said um, I, I don't remember the exact line, uh, but something about um, something about like you couldn't handle the splash or something like like something yeah. splashed on you. And the word um, splash in Spanish, the way you say that word is mm. uh, salpicar. Salpica. Salpica. And and uh, in past tense, you would say salpique. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, hey. But she, <laughs> new camera angle, not used previous in this video, pointing down. She flicks at the camera. She flicks. <laughs> and it does a little shake thing. Yeah. As soon as she says salpique, which also means like leave pica. BK. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of here, PK. It's just, but the whole thing is bars. Here's the other thing. She says something like, you you had two twenty twos, right? I'm worth two twenty twos. So people are saying, "Oh, that's a reference to the other woman's age." Yes. But here's something else you might not know about uh, PK is that he's born on February second, and so uh, was Shakira. So they share that birthday. Mm-hmm. And the way he used to celebrate goals, which he didn't score often, is he would hold up two twos. Two twos, yeah. So twenty two. So there's like, Dude, bro, she brought she, it all. She called Nas. <laughs> Nas called a translator and they sat down and wrote eat the number two together. Then that's just one of the things. There's like layers and layers and layers of things that this woman is talking about where she's absolutely destroying this man. Right. And uh, so for the most. And I do want to say, just in case you're wondering, uh, this has seven and a half million likes. Okay. On on, on YouTube. The song. The song. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it has 435,000 comments, okay? And I cannot find where, uh, <laughs> where is the views. Why can I not find that? Oh, okay. Do you want to guess how many views? Um, I have to. 7.5 7. million likes, 400,000 comments. Um, That's all the clues I'm going to give you. I'm going to say 12 million views. 
More. Okay. 15. Way more. Wow. Uh, 80. More than that? No, 120. 120 million? A little more. 130? A little less. 125. 126 million views. Yeah. So look. Uh, this was put up on January 11th. <laughs> so Today's January 16th. PK is getting flamed, without a doubt. And we, and and. Um and and then this is where I want to I want to give Gerard PK credit because right now he is currently um in the middle of the his Kings League uh tournament. This man has to live stream daily <laughs> during this it through man a tournament. He is uh literally a Twitch streamer and guy he has to go on every day and he's surrounded by people who are uh taking the piss if you will. <laughs> and um look so the the I, I, this is why I want to give him credit because he has he has taken this moment and just used it for uh, content sake. He's like, all right. I'm well, getting- what else is he going to do? Cry on stream? He can't attack Shakira. No, no. <laughs> what is he, an Everton fan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, PK, don't kick Shakira in the back. <laughs> Get her out of the headlock, dude. <laughs> you can't be. So he's doing what um, I, I think is probably the best way to handle this. And he's trying to like kind of laugh it off. And and I don't know how serious uh, anything is. I mean, I I'm mean, look. I'm if if it took if if Shakira made this song, mm. I'm gonna believe that the stuff she's talking about is probably pretty accurate, right? So yeah, uh, you so, don't work that hard on rhyming <laughs> stuff. To uh, and and you know uh, you're you're kind of uh, uh, embellishing the story, right? So so by the way, I uh, Rolex. You said you traded in a Rolex for a, a Casio. Casio. Uh, Rolex put out a Insta, like an Instagram ad photo, like a photo of what would be an ad, referencing this. Yeah, immediately because you got to the song has 126 million views, 126 million <laughs> views, which is 126 million more than our videos. That's get. just on YouTube. Right? <laughs> just on YouTube. This kind of says like, Yo, Shakira, why weren't you making diss tracks way sooner, bro? bro? You should have been dissing everybody. <laughs> Love song, we don't need all that. I want to see. Does it show plays on Spotify? Because it went number one. It did, yeah. And it's platinum. Yeah. So it's, it's doing well. But um, uh, so props to PK because I think he's handling this as well as you possibly can. Uh, and here it goes. You got to smile through the pain. Ya que lo veo, anuncio que la King's League, un gran anuncio. Casio nos ha dado relojes. Y tenemos un acuerdo con Casio. La King's League ha llegado a un acuerdo con Casio. Está casi la Oye, esto, esto es cachondeo, ¿no? Esto es broma. Esto es cachondeo. No, no, os lo digo en serio. Toma, mira, aquí tienes uno. Mira, un Casio, ¿vale? Para Ibai. Toma. ¿Para mí? ¿Cómo? Para ti. Por el... Okay, so if anybody did not understand what he's saying, he's, he's, uh, he's saying uh, Casio is now uh, sponsoring uh, Kings League. I have, I have Casio watches for everybody. He is not mentioning um, Shakira or anything. He is just simply... He's playing it cool. He's just being like, yo, Casio, for some reason, wanted to get involved and start, and start why, supporting. Why would they all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. My phone is ringing, okay? Um, and so pretty hilarious that um, uh, that that this is the the way he's handling it. All his all his friends, Ibai. If you don't know this guy, he's like one of the biggest uh, Twitch streamers in in Spain. He is one of the people involved in creating uh, Kings League. We talked about him when he became the first person to interview Messi when he went to PSG. He got the first interview, right? And um, uh, so he, he's, a, he's a big, big personality and uh, a funny dude. Follow him on TikTok if, uh, if, you, if you speak Spanish and care to hear, or even if you don't. Uh, so 
He uh, this was an- another uh, fun moment with uh, uh, Sergio Aguero, who is uh, involved in this as well. He he just played in uh, a match for Kingsley yesterday, uh, but this was pretty great too. So they're all laughing. Everyone's trying to talk around the subject, and they say, Yo, Aguero, do you know why we got Casio? He's like, Oh, yeah, because the song from Shakira. This and this guy right here. So this is this how you know, uh, these are your real homies. That, you, you snitched on you. They roast you. Uh, you know, they just keep it, they just keep it a buck. So uh, I will say the song is doing very well on on Spotify. Not as good as on YouTube, which again, okay. the whole world is YouTube and it's not behind a paywall. So uh, I will tell you this much. Her number one song is Hips Don't Lie. Do you want to guess how many spins that has? How many plays that has? That has to have like um, over 100 million for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 200 million? What? Three? Like, yeah. This is Keep a, going. <laughs> four, I'll tell you when. 500 million. That's, uh, not a billion. A billion? Yeah. <laughs> 1.15 billion plays. I'm going to be like, yo, you got to listen to our early stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like don't y'all be, missing out. Don't be. But yo, uh, the BizRap Music Sessions has 42, almost 43 million listens yeah, on dude. Spotify. People love drama, controversy, conflict. That's what sells records nowadays. That's why these rappers... Shakira's going to have a teardrop tattoo real 100%. soon, bro. She needs one, bro, because she, need- she, <laughs> she caught a body on this one, bro. Uh, but hilarious overall. I love the fact that... that I, I Look, for entertainment's sake, I love the fact that she's doing this. Mm-hmm. It's also... Also, it is a little bit weird. Just two kids with this guy. Uh, and <laughs> You've met scorn Latinas before, Christian. It's just this like, might be the... Mommy, it's like, mommy and daddy, can you just fight like a normal yeah. couple? <laughs> yeah, could y'all fight after you make me my grilled cheese sandwich, bro? <laughs> so, look, if look, if it got to this point, it, then it must have been it must have been bad enough to, to get to, you know, to make a song about it. Also, here's the thing. You don't want to cheat on a Latina, and you certainly don't want to cheat on a Latina. What, what races do you want to cheat on? Like, but, so please, uh, go let off. Let me just say this. <laughs> uh, if you, I ask you, Ukrainians, <laughs> but here's what you don't want to do is you don't want to cheat on the Latina that happens to be one of the best songwriters in our community. Nah, bro. I feel like you she might got, get cooked a little she bit. She got words, bro. Uh-huh. She got words. That pen to paper is <laughs> legendary, bro. Um, the uh, Kirby D said, Hips Don't Lie is my house party go-to. Shout out to my fellow Haitian Mike Left. Let's there go. There you go. Uh, the, the, Talk about say, Kirby. I didn't know you was Haitian. So the fact that um uh that yeah that this is the the discourse, I think it's great. I mean, and and PK's using it to his advantage. They're both they're both using it to their advantage. Because he She al- got a platinum hit. He got Casio and a Twingo. I yeah, mean, yeah. This, I mean, this is the other photo that we have here. He has the Casio. He also pulled up to uh the Kings League uh in a Twingo. Right. Uh, so not a bad looking car. <laughs> it's uh it's it's similar to um like a, a Cooper Mini type thing. It's a small. It's like a Fiat. It's Fiat size. Right, right, right. So small. Who's the who is the Renault? Is tw- Renault is the yeah. the maker. Okay. Um, not sold in the U.S. Yeah, that's why I, I'm like I heard the reference. I'm like, what's all this about? And then I'm like, okay, I figured. I, I thought like, that was. Uh, isn't there a guy named Twingo who's an ESPN guy? Wingo. Wingo. Trey Wingo. T Wingo. <laughs> Twingo, bro. Okay, I didn't know if that's his nickname. Um, I was like, yo, good for him, bro. He's hanging out with PK. So good on him. Look, he's doing his thing. He's marketing his new business venture, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and having fun with it as much as possible. I, right. So- he's succeeding through failure, and she's 
uh, is succeeding through failure I mean, as well. <laughs> so, I failure guess of a relationship. The failure of a relationship. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he he, he has a uh, you know, a young, attractive girl now. I guess that's you know for every midlife crisis, that's the way to heal things. Yeah, you got to go out and get a Twingo, <laughs> a Casio, and a twenty-two-year-old girlfriend. Okay, the tri- that's a, the triple threat. Is okay. that what you're gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Anything can when happen. You turn bro. fifty-five, bro. You're gonna start wearing aviator sunglasses indoors. <laughs> okay, my hero PK, if he can do it. <laughs> What would PK do, bro? <laughs> uh, JG said, I drove a Twingo in Santorini and almost didn't make it up a, st- a steep hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, it don't look that powerful. It might be a two to three cylinder engine, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, yeah, pretty wild. Uh, a great, great week of, uh, of just <laughs> football, it soccer is a, content. It is a 1.2 liter diesel. Damn, bro. Damn. 1.2 liters? Yo. Bro. I drink more Coca-Cola than that for <laughs> dinner, bro. Just get a gallon of, uh, one gallon of gasoline and just bro, put it in. It's 1,100 cc is one of their engine sizes. Yikes. Okay. Ooh, a Damn, I, I've seen e-scooters with uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> My scooter, I think, <laughs> qualifies for more. Uh, uh, it goes 0 to 60 in 14.5 seconds. Damn, dude. <laughs> Yo, PK got there late, bro. I know that. Yo, if, uh, if Anthony Gordon was driving that, the fans would literally, they would have picked, picked it up. They would have picked it up. <laughs> Little wheel spinning, trying to get out of there. Real cute, Anthony. <laughs> Damn. Save your money. <laughs> so uh, pretty wild uh, week. So thank you, everybody, for uh, uh, joining us. Another fun episode. Shout out to everybody in the YouTube chat. We're here. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern time. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time here on YouTube. So make sure to join us. We'll be talking uh, all things American soccer, uh, U.S. Women's National Team, NWSL Draft, a lot of stuff uh, going on there. A so couple, many trades. A couple of trades, big signings, or I think I just saw Alexander Collins might be going to Boca Yeah, it looks juniors. like he's going to Boca Juniors. Um, so, well, you'll see us cry tomorrow. So, and I don't think NYCFC has enough players to... <laughs> we need, <laughs> we just either. need warm bodies out yeah. there. I think we're contracted there. <laughs> I think we might have to play, bro. So, uh, a lot to go over in the world of American soccer. Um, and, and as always, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Soccer Cooligans. Shout out to uh, a couple new folks that joined uh, in, in the last few days. Hey, we'll be doing a uh, no cap from uh, sunny Orlando, Florida. That's right. We will be in Orlando recording a new uh, no cap recap, which is our behind the scenes uh, podcast uh, talking all things um, not soccer, pretty mm. much. Um, so, the anything else? Um, no, that's it. Uh, Arsenal, top of the league. Again, what are we, eight points clear? Everton, bottom of the league. <laughs> what are we, uh, <laughs> in the mud? Yeah. <laughs> I hope Arsenal finish the season with a points gap between first and second larger than how many points Everton has scored. How many uh, points Everton yeah. has scored? Do they, so if you do they score, score 15, points or you mean goals, you wins. score goals, you win. You points. don't. Yeah, you win. Maybe points. you read points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because there's some. You know, the English then they're not too kind when Listen, Americans make little flubs like that. I didn't make a mistake. You just don't understand my Scouse accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, follow. I said follow soccer. Follow our personal accounts at Chris Polanco on uh, Twitter at Christian underscore Polanco on Instagram at not Alexis on everything. And you know what? Maybe we should get a walking taco to, while we while we do no cap recap. That'll be the oh prime. I said I was going to talk about it on the show. Oh right, 
I had a prime. Oh, I was gonna bring it in too. It was a fruit. It was a tropical punch. All right. It is. This is the Logan Paul. Yes. Thing. Okay. Real quick, can you look up the 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 nutrition? Because I I don't know what the the sweetener is that it has. It is like zero, um, prime drink. It is like uh, it it tastes like something you would drink. It oh, has, I, like it has no. Uh, it's low in sugar. Yeah, it's low in sugar, but there's something in it. Um, and I don't know if it's if it's up there. Oh, just having to see these people. It's sold out everywhere. I got my hands on it. Um, it does have coconut water in it, which you can't taste, but you certainly appreciate it. Um, there we go. What sweetener is it? Uh, the sweetener is so it's only two grams of sugar, which is great. Um, but the sweetener is coconut water concentrate. Citrus, I, I'll put it on screen. So if anybody cares, um, what is the sweetener? It doesn't say what it is. I know it's caffeine free, but it, you do feel hydrated. But let me. I'm. I'm gonna look into the ISO camera here, just so Jamie can cut this. <laughs> so I finally tried the prime. Got my hands, and I'll. I'll. I'll put the picture. You can put the picture up. Mm-hmm. Finally tried uh, the the tropical punch, uh, and it is um, very rarely do you taste something that so many people are after. You know what I mean? It's like it's all the hit. People are paying a hundred pounds for it, and I can tell you, uh, it is horrific. Uh, it is so bad. Uh, it it makes. For some reason, about a third past your lips, so like almost like maybe like an an inch past the tip of your tongue back is coated in this sort of weird chemical film. Pause, by the way, uh, is absolutely covered in this. No need for a pause. Uh, it's it's <laughs> a, this odd, this odd, distinct kind of kind of thing that makes you want to do that. It tastes so sweet up front. It's the it's the it's the worst of both worlds. You don't like really sweet drinks no. because when you drink them, you're immediately hit with all this sugar, right? Yeah. And then I don't like the drinks you like, which have like stevia or truvia in them, mm-hmm. because while you're drinking it, it's fine. You're left with an aftertaste of that chemical sweetener of like maybe it's natural sweetener, yeah, it's ca- but it's, it's a non-sugar all, yeah. sweetener, right? It's an it's an alternative sweetener, and it's a really nasty aftertaste. So another reason why I don't like diet cokes. Okay, this has both of those things, so we would both hate it. Mm. It is insanely sweet up front, almost as if it's like a melted lollipop or a popsicle, and then on top of that, so it's a quarter water up front, right? And then on the end, it's a buy b a i drink yeah. on the end. It's pretty bad. Okay. Uh, and by the way, I hope to never have to drink it again. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't know why it's like sold out everywhere. I guess it's just. KSI and Logan Paul are just so famous. Everybody. Also, it's like Arsenal's drink as well. Okay. They they've, they sold the sponsorship with Arsenal. So Arsenal has, I believe, replaced Lucasade. I don't know what Arsenal At the very least, look, you see it's low calorie, low in sugar. Yeah. You do get some vitamins in it as well. That's, pre- that's pretty good. That's more than most. Uh, it's better than like Gatorade has tons of sugar. Uh, a lot of other Also a much better flavor. Maybe, maybe. No, no, I'm telling you. Okay. I'm here to say Gatorade better, Lucasade better. Uh, what's the body armor better than this? Okay. Send us some money, body armor. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm glad we, we got that in. Uh, all Kirby right. said it's also somehow thick in taste. It is. It, it, the, the viscosity of it is unlike anything I've ever drank, which is what gives you the feeling that it is a melted uh, popsicle. It is the syrup of a popsicle. Okay. Which is, by the way, what quarter wars are. You knew that, right? The, that Remember quarter- the icy popsicles? Yes. That, that's the, just a water. That's just a water popsicle. 
Yes, but the the syrup they put in that is what's in a... a, a not, not surprising. Okay. Quarter water. Just uh, a quarter water. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, we appreciate you. We will see you tomorrow. Uh, be well, everybody. Easy cooligans, buddy.